neighbor. Own neighbor. Own neighbor. Don't get up. Don't get up. Own God. Own God. For God won't give up on you. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about for a few moments. Don't give up on God. Because God won't give up on me. Yeah, 
<sighs> that it was over. So <laughs> it says, yet instead of getting better, that works. That works. Lord, it got worse. I can understand, brothers and sisters, that when we call on the Lord, we look for an immediate manifestation of the power of God in our situation. Now, sometimes God, he, He's able, He's a monetary God, He can be an already fixed while you're praying, but sometimes see how much faith you have in him. Sometimes before stuff gets better, it gets worse. So when I look at this thing, it looked like it was all going to be, but uh, because the Bible says instead of getting better, she got worse. Touch your neighbor, said, neighbor, don't give up on God. She was, uh, she, she was bankrupt, she was sick, she had been to the doctor, doctor had given her up, there was no hope. But uh, uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she, she, she gained some, some hope, uh, she gained some more expectation. Because the Bible said, verse 27, when she heard, she heard. About Jesus. Now, this woman it tells me that she never had the experience with Jesus, but she heard about Jesus. Now, I don't know what she heard from me. She heard the ten lepers talking about it, talking about when they was outcasts and they met Jesus. He said, Go show yourself to the priest. And while they were running, they looked at their hands and their hands. Maybe she met the blind man that said he spit on the ground, anointed my Thank <laughs> you. 
bitch. Like we've been working all morning. That's what faith did. Faith is acting on something. Like not any evidence that was going to really take place. Touch a neighbor's neighbor. Faith in the Lord comes by hearing him and hearing by the word of God. That's the word of God. Listen, I gotta go. I gotta go. I know. I gotta go. Let me get back to, to Texas Panel. But listen. It's right there. She acted on uh, what she believed. Notice this now. She came behind him in the crowd and touched the hymn of the Lord. In verse 20, she said, because she thought if I just touched the hymn of his heart, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even though there's no evidence that the word is going to work for you, you find yourself stepping out on the word of God. Touch a nation. All I have is a word, and it's a word from the Lord. The Bible said she pressed her way, and in her mind, she had it already made up. If I could just touch the Yeah. And Jesus let him know by your faith. 
you're here. Yeah. Believe me, my brothers and sisters, Jairus needed some help. Yeah. In verse 22, Jairus came to him when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. Verse 23, he pleaded his problem. He said, my daughter is dying. Then he goes and said, I wanted Jesus to help me. Please come. Told Jesus to put his hands on his daughter and she will be healed. But my brothers and sisters, as they were on their way, somebody else received their blessing first. But then, my brothers and sisters, I come to tell you sometime uh, when you're praying and God don't show up, things get worse. The first thing the Bible said, uh, while he was speaking, some people came to Jairus, told Jairus, don't bother the teacher no more. Your daughter is dead. His situation don't went from bad to worse. Blacks, Jairus and I could imagine him in my spiritual mind. When he got the news after praying to Jesus, after having an expectation that Jesus was going to show up in time, when he got the news, it's over. Don't bother the master no more. So I asked myself a question, Brenda, what do you do when it seems to be over? What do you do when the doctor said no care? What do you do when you see the baker said can't leave you no more? What do you do when it seems like you're all by yourself?
that this man of God preached God on compromising gospel. Once again, I am just so overjoyed by the experience of being here today with my family coming in from out of town, amen, and from across the way, amen. And making this worship service a wonderful time of edification and correction and direction along with praise and worship. Amen. Amen. Well, saints of God, as, as we get ready for our communion, amen. Amen. As it is customary, amen, we're going to get ready to uh, take up our tithes and offerings, amen, and we're going to ask God's blessings on that offering, amen. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we bless your name, Master, for all that we have heard and seen on today. Master, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask once again, Master, that you hide the words of these scriptures and this, this, this word, brother, the word from on high in our hearts, that we might not sin against thee. Lord, as we prepare our hearts to give, O oh God, Lord, I ask that you make us chill for givers, Master. Lord, and as we
uh, uh, with the wrong thing on their mind for the Lord's Supper. Right, yeah. right. Uh, there were cliques in the church. Oh. Ain't no cliques in here, I know. Uh, but there were cliques in that building. Some, some of you uh, had a few more dollars than the others. Come on. Uh, uh, some of you, when you brought your potluck bag with you, uh, you had caviar and, and, and champagne and steak, and, and then there were some with bologna sandwiches sitting over in the corner. And so ye of the, of, the, of the wealthy group would look down your nose over there at those with their bologna sandwiches. Oh, Lord. And so you brought a lot of skittles and chisholm into God's house for the Lord's Supper. For the Lord's yeah. Supper. And Paul had a problem with that. And Paul said, I ain't going to have it. He said, this is the Lord's house. It's his supper. And if you came here to do anything other than the Lord's Supper, you're wrong. Yeah. Right. He said, you ought to have some houses you can go to if you're hungry and you want a piece of meat. Yeah. You want a restaurant, you need to leave. This is the Lord's so, right. he said, every man in verse 4 praying and prophesying, having, oh, wait, wait, let me get out of the verse 17. Now, I declare to you, I praise you that, uh, that you come together not for the better, but for the worse. For yeah. first of all, you come together in the church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Yeah. Watch those divisions. Watch it. Watch those schisms. Watch it. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, so that's, he said, there's heresies also among you. You talk about stuff you ain't got no business. Yeah. Trying to tear heresy is how a heretic is somebody that comes in the church, starts talking crazy, trying to tear the church up. Yeah. Ain't nobody here like that. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you may manifest upon you. Verse 20. And when you come together, therefore, uh, into this place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Verse 21. For in eating, everyone take it before the other, and one and one supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunk. 